0: So it's Thanksgiving time, and I've got a lot to be thankful for this year. Haven't really been around much. Haven't really done all the things that I wanted to do this year. But those were all for good reasons, and I'm really grateful for the year that I've had. So I'd like to just take an episode and invite you into my life and let you know what I'm grateful for, and hopefully inspire you to be grateful for things that happened in your life as well. I have something to say. My name is Charlie. I'm a non-binary sci-fi fantasy writer. I guess I should call myself a musician. I do have music out. As well as an artist and... Well, let's just say I do way too many things. It's been an interesting year. It's been a good year. It's been a very good year. I've actually achieved several goals that I set for myself this year in ways that... I never thought I would actually be able to achieve them. But I also didn't get to do a lot of the things that I wanted to do this year. And one of those things is podcasting. I kind of let this podcast go by the wayside for a little bit too long. That always upsets me (laughs) when that happens. And it's not that I don't prioritize this. It's that life became so hectic in so many ways, that I just didn't have the time or the energy to talk a lot of this year. So, what happened? As some of you who have been around the podcast for quite some time might know, I am a deeply spiritual person, and one of the biggest things that happened to me this year is I was elected to the board of directors for the spiritual organization that I am a member of, the Creation Spirituality Communities. And that has been a lot. That has been a lot more than I thought it would. I've had a lot to learn. I have had a lot to do. I have been leading the interfaith worship experiences on Sunday nights, a lot more than I thought I would be when I first got involved. And it's been very fulfilling. It's been meeting a lot of new people, understanding how a new organization works. It's been a lot. I've also been working on establishing myself in ways that make me feel like I know what I'm doing. I've been trying to figure out what to do with the Twitch channel, with the YouTube channel, with the podcasts. Believe it or not, I've started blogging again. I have a substack at projectshadow.substack.com. Actually, I have two substacks. I have one for my mystical writing as well over at creationspass.substack.com. And I've just been insanely busy. I've been working on some stories, I've been helping other people with their stories. I made the cover for Carrie Hardensky's new book, Welcome to Coolersville, and all in all, I've done what I do best, and that's keep myself way, way too busy, and not give myself the time and the space to do the things that I love, and that's not even counting like some of the personal life stuff that's cropped up this year, but we'll talk about some of that a little bit more going forward. I'm very grateful for everything that's happened this year, and I'm very grateful that you have stuck with me through this. And I have to say, starting soon, there's going to be a lot of really fun stuff happening. Like, while you may not have been able to see what I've been working on, I've been working on a lot. And I hope you'll be pleased, and I hope that you'll be excited for the ride. So, where did I go? I went into hiding in a lot of ways after the video review I did of Dune came out. Because it highlighted something that has been a real problem with me for years. It's something that I've struggled with for a very long time. Especially because I've done this podcast for a very long time. And that is, I love science fiction, and fantasy, horror... I love it so much. I have talked frequently on the podcast about how fandom has saved my life, has changed my life, has made my life better. But over the last five, ten years, I have watched the fandom discourse Corson and get unbearable. And... It's been really hard for me to figure out where I fit inside that now. Where exactly do I belong in this discussion? Because I don't want to be one of the hate mongers. I don't want to be somebody who just talks about what they don't like. I don't want to be somebody who just chases rumors. I've done all that. You can go back through the archives and... Wow, I've, I've been those people... I don't think I've really been the kind of person that talks too much about what I don't like, because I don't have the energy to sit through something if I really truly don't enjoy it, so I tend not to talk about the things that I don't like. But the reaction that I got from that video, which was meant to be a discussion about how you could take a text that is so relevant to our times. It has so much to do with what we're going through now, the abuse and corruption of mythology by an unscrupulous power base to take over and control people, to whip them into a violent frenzy to ensure that you stay in power. That doesn't sound familiar at all. And that is the basic plot of the first Dune book, and remove all of that substance from it and make it a star-crossed lover's story about a boy and his dream girl it felt so vapid it felt so empty and I couldn't understand why anyone would strip a story of all of these hyper-relevant motifs for our time and make it as a film. I had other problems with it as well, and I talked about all of them, and what happened was thousands of very vicious hate comments came in. People said bad things about my appearance, which I'm used to. They insulted how I talked, how I walked, a lot of T-slurs, a lot of F-slurs, yeah, I'm, I'm used to that. I shouldn't be, because we should have evolved past that by now, but I'm used to that. But it was the fact that no one actually listened to anything that I had to say. They just saw that I didn't agree with them about a piece of media and went vocally on the attack. Or, and this is the thing that really upset me more than anything else, demonstrated in the, their comment that they hadn't listened to any of the things that I said and used me as an example of, see, I am right. And it felt wrong. It felt dirty. It felt like something I really did not want to be a part of. And that sent me on a spiral where I started asking myself, what is it that I'm doing here? What am I talking about? What is the point and purpose of any of this? Can I talk about the things that I love in a way that matters to me and not be a part of the problem? Because that's the one thing I can say for sure is that I do not want to be part of the problem. But honestly, I couldn't see what the solution was. And to be honest, I'm not 100% sure I see the solution now. But I feel like I see a path forward for me that will at least get me moving forward again. And that's what I'm working on right now. I would love to say that the solution that I came to was something as simple as to hell with all these people. I'm gonna be me. But no, no, that's not really where I ended up at all. And it's, it's been really tricksy trying to figure out how to approach these topics. I tried a little bit this earlier this year talking about Rings of Power and talking about Foundation and a couple other projects that I really enjoyed, but it all felt hollow to me. I felt like I had become a sterilized vessel that was afraid to say anything strongly, in my opinions, one way or another. I didn't even talk about any of the other shows that I've watched so far. I've not talked about uh, Sandman. I haven't talked about the second season of The Winx Saga. I haven't talked about any of this stuff. And... I didn't talk about first blood, I'm sorry, first kill. When it happened, I kept quiet. I watched what other people were saying. I watched what other people were going through and really questioned if I wanted to be a part of all that. And where I've gotten to is I I know I cannot be held responsible for the way people do not listen to what I have to say. I know that 100%. But I feel that I need to be more careful in the way that I say things, and I need to be more honest and open about my feelings. In a way, the angry, angry hate mob that came after me for my opinions about Dune have helped me to understand that I just need to say what I need to say, whatever that is, no matter how popular it is, no matter how unpopular it is, and not really care what anyone else has to say. And that sounds so trite, saying it out loud, <laughs> it really does, because I've always tried to be that person. but. More than anything, I've wanted to set up a community. I've wanted to have a group of people around me that I could discuss this media with, that I could discuss these fandoms with, that I am so enamored by. And so I have struggled over the years to figure out how to do that. And the podcasts are definitely going to be a part of it. The podcasts are definitely something that I need to do. In fact, Going into next year, I'm going to be doing a lot more podcasts, but we'll talk about that in a minute. I'm also going to be doing more on Twitch. I'm going to be starting in the first Friday of December doing a Twitch stream starting at 5 p.m. Eastern. And we're just going to be talking about trailers. We're going to be talking about movies. We're going to be talking about TV shows. We're going to be talking about things that matter. We may be talking about things that are happening in the news. Because it's what I want to be doing. It's where I want to be. And really, more than anything else, that was the struggle. It wasn't, should I mute myself? It wasn't, should I change the way I talk about any of these issues? It was more, do I have the energy and the mental health resources to stay in the fight? And a lot of this year has been really kind of testing that out and making sure that I can be who I want to be and say the things that I want to say with confidence. And after last week, and I'm not going to go into detail, but I I had probably the hardest week I have ever had with people trying to silence my voice and yeah, yeah. I, I have those resources. I have them in much more abundance than I thought I did. And I will definitely be moving forward. And I'm grateful to that. I'm grateful to everybody who's been very supportive throughout this process. I am very grateful to everyone who has been helping me to find those resources within me to help give me the resilience I need to go forward. Because there is a forward forward. And I feel like we're probably going to have to leave a lot of people behind, but hopefully they'll catch up with us eventually. So in addition to the various nerdy and fandom-related content that I normally bring to this podcast, I would be talking a lot more about Resilience. I've talked a lot about defiance in the past and having the strength to just fight through, but I think we need to talk more about how to develop those tools for resistance and resilience to give us the strength to continue to move forward. We're gonna be working on hope. And that's a hard word to say. That is a really hard word to say sometimes because hope feels trite. And I'm not talking about the kind of hope of, like, maybe one day, mister, it'll all be fine. Or, I think we have everything in a row and hopefully we will be able to get there. No, I'm talking about the hope that drives us forward. I'm talking about the hope that tells us, yes, that's what I want. That's where I'm going. Yeah. It's going to be a lot more that kind of hope. And that's a lot more of what I'm going to be talking about in the year to come. Hopefully, (laughs) we will be able to get moving again in a way that matters. I actually have a lot of hope. And one of the things I'm really grateful for is the election this year. And while I know some people have mixed feelings about it, this is the first election in my lifetime that my community was used as a wedge issue. And it didn't cause a landslide victory against us. And that's huge. That, that is such a big, big thing. Every time the LGBTQ community has been used as a wedge issue in an election in my lifetime, it showed this hatred and disgust and fear in the people and in the populace that caused people to rise up in large numbers to vote against us and our interests and our health and our well-being and to drive us back in the closet as best they can. And this year, this year, that didn't didn't happen. I mean, for goodness sakes, one of my senators, one of my Republican senators voted for the Marriage Equality Act in the Senate. And I have so many questions about that it feels weird I remember him arguing for the defense of marriage act I remember him campaigning for the constitutional amendment my state passed to outlaw same sex marriage and there he was on the floor of the senate voting voting for same sex marriage now and that's so weird I I I'm not saying that it's a like an absolute victory like we got him but it shows me that things are changing and that gives me so much hope. Yeah, it was close. Yeah, it wasn't an ideal result, but oh my goodness, we were used as a wedge issue again and it didn't work. They didn't get this huge groundswell of people terrified that we might have equality to sweep them into office. It's an amazing thing, and it's something that has given me so, so much hope for the future and for right now, that maybe, maybe we are starting to turn. Maybe we are getting to a place where things might actually get better. I can hope. And I have so much more now than I did. And I hope you do too. It's an amazing result. And I'm still processing it. I'm still trying to figure out exactly how that is going to work. I live in a state that is extremely conservative, a very red state, and yet we passed recreational marijuana legalization. February. It's going to be legal here. This feels like we've we've changed something. Something has changed in the system. And it's a good thing. I'm just not sure exactly how this is all going to pan out in the end. And that's why the work continues. That's why the work goes on. That's why we have to keep pushing to get where we want to go. I think the most exciting thing that I am really grateful for is throughout this year, I have been prepping to do a lot of stuff. And that, I'm being way too vague. Let's just say it. Let's rip the band aid off. I want to have a minimum of five books come out next year. <laughs> and that may sound like, oh, Charlie, that's a lot of work. Uh, no. Not really. They're done. For the most part. Some need a little bit of editing still. But yeah, they're done. They're, They're ready. They're ready to be done. To be out into the world. So there will be a lot more space opera from me. There will be a lot more epic fantasy from me. We're finally going to be releasing all three of the Whisper in the Dark Books which I am so thrilled about. I love them so much. And I'm not going to be talking about the others because I haven't really talked about them that much yet. But they're going to be coming out in different ways. So the Whisper in the Dark Books will be released very fairly traditionally. They will be coming out in paperback and as digital books and we will be talking about them more as we get closer to them. These are some of my favorite stories that I've done in a really long time. I hope that you love these characters the way that I do. I hope that you love the setting as much as I do, and that you will really celebrate this finally happening. The other books, though, some of them will be coming out serialized, and you If you've been listening to this podcast for any period of time or if you have any familiarity with me from any of the other platforms that I'm on, you know that I am obsessed with serialization. I want to be able to get my stories to you all as quickly as I can in the best possible way that I can and as efficiently as I can. So what does that mean? That means going forward, there will be several serialized books coming out from me, the Blinded Angels series that is out over on Kindle Vela will be continuing. Book two is written for that and we'll be going through and editing that and getting that up and out, but it will not be an exclusive to Kindle Vela. I am so frustrated with them not opening up to other markets that this is going to be something that is coming to Substack. So in the not-too-distant future, over at the Project Shadow Substack, a new uh, sub-mailing list will show up called Blinded Angels, and it will immediately start releasing the first book in serialized format over there. As per the agreement that I have with Kindle Ken- with Vela, The first three chapters will be free. After that, it has to be behind a paywall. But, and here's the good thing, it will be $5 a month, $50 a year. And that's it. There's also the Founders level over there where you can donate whatever you want to. And thank you to anybody who does do that. But it's going to be put behind the paywall so that it can stay up on Kindle Vella, and it will be available to people outside the United States for the first time, and I'm really excited about that, and once that has run its course and all of the chapters are up over there, then Book 2 will start coming out over there, and I hope you like Book 2. I am heartbroken by some of the events that happen in Book 2 It actually has some autobiographical moments from my own life that I have donated to the character for that chapter and really is telling our wonderful story about this non-binary hero who is trying to find their way in this magical community for the first time. Other stories will also be serialized in a similar manner so that people can either get them through Kindle Vela or through the substack. That way... They will be available worldwide. Collections will come out to people who want more traditional books. So each plot arc will be collected up into a a paperback and a digital copy for people who want to read it. But I I am so excited to be able to bring these stories to you and be able to tell them more efficiently and more straightforward. Because the great thing about doing this as a serial is... As I write them, I can put the chapters out. The amount of time that you all are going to have to wait for new stories from me is going to be going down. And that, to me, is only a good thing. Finally, the last thing that I am truly grateful for is Anchor the website and app that I use to host this podcast. I hope that the audio has been good. I hope that the audio has lived up to what you're wanting from me. Please do let me know if the audio quality is not good enough. But they recently released a new feature for their phone app that allows me to not only record the podcast directly on my phone, which I have done before with them, but has some really nice noise reduction features that I am playing around with to get this podcast out, and I'm hoping that it sounds good. I really like the idea of being able to just pull out my phone and record audio on the go, no matter where I am, what I'm doing, that way I can fit all of the audio recording that I want to do into my schedule and into my life. And hopefully, hopefully it sounds good. The playbacks that I have listened to have all convinced me that this is a viable option for doing the podcast going forward. And hopefully you agree. If not, let me know and I'll go back to my old setup. I'm sure I sound different, but hopefully not worse. Though I am whistling a lot when I talk lately, but I'm sorry about that. That's that's a me problem. <laughs> Not a them problem. But yeah, I am very excited that this process has become a lot easier for me to actually get the audio done and recorded and out to you. I also really like this because it'll be easier for me after watching a thing to just pull out my phone and start recording thoughts and be able to have that in the moment excitement and not have to go and set up a microphone, not have to go back to the room that I have set up to do recording in, and really be able to bring a lot more of me to the podcast. So hopefully everything sounds good. Please do let me know, but I'm very grateful for that. And I, I mentioned it before, but I'm really grateful for you all and all that you have done for me over the last couple of years. You, especially this year, you know that You know, I've been struggling with not only depression, but meaning and trying to figure out what it is that I'm wanting to do. And you continue to reach out to me, and all of the kind words have really meant a lot. I will say that I have deleted Twitter off of my phone. So, in future, I guess Instagram will be one of the best ways to get in touch with me. Or, of course, there's always the new Substack, which I will put a link in the show notes to that so that you can. Join me over there. But yeah, I'm probably not going to be doing Twitter as much going forward for a lot of reasons. Some of which you can probably imagine. Others, you know, are what they are. But please do keep in touch. Do let me know. We are going to be building up our own little social media over in the substack. And of course, there's always the Discord where you can find me hanging out of every Sunday and Tuesday in there, just having a good time and playing video games and just chatting with everybody who shows up. So you're always welcome to join and be a part of the community. community really is why I do any of this. You all have been so amazing to me over the years, and I really do not deserve it all of the goodness that you all have brought into my life. Alrighty, so I think that's just about it for this episode. Do let me know what you think about the sound. Let me know what you think about my plans going forward. Because, yeah, I, I've got a lot of things that I want to do, and I'm super thrilled about them. You can, as always, find me, I'm C. Dorset on most social media, I've even been playing around with a TikTok a little bit. It's for I think I'm Charlie Dorset over there. If I when I start actually doing TikTok, I'll put a link. And there's actually a fake me over there, which is really creepy because they used one of my uh, social media uh, avatars for it, but it is not me. So they actually, I believe, they are the ones that actually got the CE Dorset over on TikTok. Which is weird because I'm not big enough to have a fake me. And they haven't posted anything. So, hmm, we'll we'll see why that exists. But yeah, thank you so much. And it's going to be a crazy year going forward. And I can't wait to see what all we do together. Until next time, don't forget to have the fun. Bye.